0: This show is part of the RetroZap.com podcast network. Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Go to audible.animaniacast.com to not only pick up one, but two free audiobooks for free with your Audible trial. Just sign up at audible.animaniacast.com.
1: Hi, this is Joey and this is my real voice. I'm serious. <laughs> Today's show brought to you by TeePublic. Go to the AnimaniCast Public store by going to tpublic.animanicast.com today. You better do it or else my voice will be like this forever. Help me. Bye.
0: And welcome, everybody, to another Pinky and the Brain episode of the Animaniacast.
2: Children of Earth, I hope you are having a pleasant Halloween. You are now my unwitting puppets in an intricate scheme of world domination. For I am the Brain. You will do whatever I say. We
3: will do whatever you say. Flap your arms. Hop up and down. Nerf. And lick your toes.
2: Cease? You are interfering with my message of subjugation. Every word you utter is being beamed out over my jack-o-lantronic broadcasting system through pumpkins everywhere.
3: Even that big furry pumpkin that's always pacing around our cage? Oh wait, that's not a pumpkin. That's your head. <laughs> <Jaws>. <laughs> Sorry.
0: And welcome once again, everybody, to the AnimaniCast. This is the only podcast where you might ask yourself, what are we doing again tonight? And that, of course, is talking about another episode of Pinky and the Brain. And not just any episode of Pinky and the Brain, but a spooky episode of Pinky and the Brain. That's right, it's the Pinky and the Brain Halloween special. I am Joey, and joining me once again is my brother, Nathan... Oh, why don't you go to Hades? <laughs> and joining us across the country in Georgia, it's Kelly. Hello, hello. What a what a awful thing to say to your brother, Nathan. <laughs> I mean, you should uh, go uh, help Pinky. I don't know. Oh yeah, go help him. Go find out where the <laughs> food pellets are. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes, today I figured since it's October, and I had I had free choice of all the Pinky and the Brain episodes in their catalog that hey, we might as well do a, a Halloween episode, right? And I, um Sure. Yeah, <laughs> sure, why not? And so I I was uh on Facebook and Charles M. Howe was uh commenting on somebody's page about uh Pinky and the Brain. I think it was co- actually yeah, actually he was commenting on Kirk Tingblad's uh page that uh they were talking about how Pinky and the Brain had con you know conquered the world a couple times but how brain had given it up. And this is one of those episodes. So that was intriguing to me. I've never seen this episode before. So I had to see one of the times where the brain took over the world. And plus it's Halloween themed, at least for the first part (laughs) themed. And uh, so, yeah, so here we go. So have either of you seen this episode before? Nathan? No. no. No, neither one have you seen it? Okay. Well, if <laughs> someone were to ask you about this episode in just a few words, then what would you what would you tell them, Nathan?
4: Um well, uh Pinky and the Brain go trick-or-treating. And then they watch the episode I'm like that doesn't happen. I'd be like, made you see the episode.
0: <laughs> uh, that's right. Okay. <laughs> Kelly, what okay. that was a very confusing summary. Uh Kelly, <laughs> what about you?
1: Um it it was very i don't know it reminded me of b- b- what is it? i want to say bothered and bewildered but I think that's the name of the buffy episode what <laughs> um, you know the one where they uh the Animaniacs go and um
0: oh yes oh be- oh gosh now what is that one where it's called <laughs> the 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 okay i found the episode it's hot oh gosh now i lost it again Okay, that episode's Hot, Bothered, and Bedeviled.
1: Oh, okay.
0: There we go. Yes. The one with Tim Curry as the devil, and the Warners go down to... Uh... Why were they going down to the... <laughs> it's been so long since we've we've talked about that episode. I even forget why they went down to, to Hades, as they say in these cartoons. They don't say hell.
1: Mm-hmm. No.
0: Except for um... one time where the... the the uh, the brain might say help, but uh, you may not. Know yeah, the he P. says help,
4: but in the <laughs> subtitles it doesn't say help.
0: So. Oh, <laughs> subtitles! They messed that up. <laughs> <laughs> they messed up the joke. Come on. <laughs> well, anyway, so today is the uh, it's it is a Halloween episode. So Nathan, when was this episode originally released?
4: Okay, well, uh, this was released on a Sunday. It was October 19th, 1997, and I believe it was uh, primetime. Um, and it was uh, right around the time. So uh, Disney Playhouse debuts as new t- uh, children's television show, Bear in the Big Blue House. Ooh. Uh, it was the same weekend of the movie releases Bean and Devil's Advocate and I Know What You Did Last Summer. And it was just one week before Chris Farley guest hosts Saturday Night Live and what would turn out to be his final television appearance.
0: I remember that one. That was a, a good last performance uh, of him. I am El Nino. I just remember him <laughs> doing that. Was um, that
1: the one with um, him and Patrick Swayze? No, that would have been when
0: That was, was early. Yeah.
2: But
1: yeah. those of you who
5: don't habla Espanol, El Nino is Spanish for the nino <laughs>
0: <laughs> you could tell unfortunately though this was this was like chris farley died like a month or so later i want to say like it, it was, was uh
4: december i believe yeah so yeah almost so two months
0: yeah you could kind of tell like chris farley did not look healthy in in this one he, he was especially big but he was still acting crazy like always um but yeah I, gosh i miss chris farley too bad um i do remember though there was one movie that you mentioned that i actually did see in the theaters and didn't see what you did last summer or anything like that but i am a fan of mr bean so i did see (laughs) bean in theaters and
1: i saw what you did last summer twice in the theater i liked it
4: (laughs) wow i've all i saw most of it just a couple months ago but yeah i still haven't seen (laughs) you still haven't seen what you did last summer yeah, I still don't know what you <laughs> did. I just want to find you don't, out. You can't find um, out. Whenever I hear the Beatles' Yesterday song, I always think of Bean. So, just...
5: Yesterday, suddenly, <laughs> suddenly. Yesterday, suddenly.
1: I'm
5: not half the man I used to be. Oh, no. There's a shadow hanging over. Believe in yesterday suddenly mm.
0: <laughs> um, yes and has Janos from Ghostbusters in it so it's all good mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a great movie well I don't know about great it's yeah, it's an okay, okay movie, movie.
4: <laughs> it's better than the sequel
0: so yes so let's go ahead and get into this episode to figure out if this was a, a good episode or just an okay episode or a great episode. Let's get right into A Pinky in the Brain Halloween. And A Pinky in the Brain Halloween was directed by Kirk Tingblad and it was written by Wendell Morris and Tom Shepard. And this all starts off go figure. In Halloween, we have a, a interesting opening where it's you know well we have the normal Pinky the Brain opening, but then it gets into this I think it's CGI opening yeah,
4: I said CGI
0: yeah the the leaves look very stiff <laughs> and they end up landing on a pumpkin that looks like um something was you know painted in Microsoft Paint in the late nineties still not, maybe not, not, obviously not that cheap, but you could tell like this was a digital painting of the, of the nineties, you know, this was uh, not hand drawn or anything. I, I don't think it was anyway. So it, already a different kind of opening for this. Uh, but we go to a, a town and who knows where <laughs> America on Tingblad drive, which I thought was a nice little <laughs> note right there. Uh, well, we have all these kids going trick or treating. Some of them dressed up as uh, Fred Flintstone. I saw a wacko, I think, walking by in the distance. Oh, I missed that. Yeah, he's he's there for like a quick shot, and you can only see the back of his head. So, and we have a die, right, Nathan? Or one dice? Yeah, there's
4: a die. Yeah, I
0: know. I'm like
4: <laughs> Fred Flintstone die.
0: <laughs> and did you see a pinky in the brain? You said, on they the showed it Yeah, there's a,
4: well, it's a it's a literal pinky finger and a. A human brain. Oh, I saw the brain.
0: I saw a brain, but I didn't get what the other thing was. It was, it was a
4: finger, which okay. I assume would be a pinky, and then it's a pinky in the brain.
0: I thought it in the back of my head. I thought I thought it was something else, and I'm not going to say what I thought it was. So, oh gosh. <laughs> uh, Good night, everybody. Uh, hot dog. Yeah, a hot dog. That's what I thought. Anyway, but let's see. if uh, You saw uh, what do you have in here, Nathan? A fairy, vampire, elf. Uh, Obviously, the ghost from uh, Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown dressed up in uh, a ghost costume, very similar. And they even have a similar joke with, uh, what did you get?
3: I got five pieces of candy. I got a chocolate bar. I got a quarter. I got a rock. I got a candy bar. I got an apple.
4: I got a bowl of soup.
0: But I really like the the fact that you pointed out that some of the, uh, the other kids are dressed up as a lion, a witch, and a wardrobe. Yeah. And I didn't get the connection. So, good job, Nathan. By the way, I'm saying good job, Nathan on all these because Nathan went through a lot of these with the because there are no reference we're guides.
4: <laughs> we're just making it up ourselves. So, yep. we're just gonna... We're
0: making it up as we go. <laughs> well, what else is new? So, anyway, <laughs> Pinky <laughs> in the brain uh, all of a sudden uh, this transmission comes through a jack-o'-lantern and it starts saying to these kids to obey them you obey everything i i say and the jack-o'-lantern automatically has these kids controlled and uh the pinky however gets on there and tells them to you know start jumping on one leg and everything turns out that uh pinky and the brain are in a pumpkin patch somewhere nearby one would suppose and they're transmitting this jack-o'-lantern transmitter, or whatever it's called, jack-o'-lanter, jack o transmitter. I think it's what it's called, something like that. Well, yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, so they're they're transmitting their messages through it, and uh, they get into an argument, and chocolate gets all over the jack-o'-lantern transmitter.
2: Pinky, you got chocolate on my jack-o'-lantronic transmitter.
3: You got jack-o'-lantronic transmitter on my chocolate.
5: Yummy. Zord.
0: Uh, very similar to uh, Reese's commercials that I think happened before I may have even been born, but it seems like I used to always hear you got chocolate on my peanut butter. You got peanut butter on my chocolate just in cartoons. <laughs> so
4: yeah, it's, so, so <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a reference.
0: It's a reference. I saw a lot in cartoons, but never actually saw on a commercial. So obviously the, <laughs> it probably is a reference to a, uh, Commercial, I'm supposing, in the early '80s, or maybe even before that. Um, and if I can find it, here it is.
3: Mm, peanut butter.
2: Mmm, chocolate.
3: You got peanut butter in my chocolate. Well, you got chocolate in my peanut butter.
5: Bravissimo. Two
3: great yeah. tastes that taste great together: Reese's Peanut Butter Cup, real milk chocolate, good old-fashioned peanut butter.
5: Reese's Peanut
0: Butter Cup. Uh, so anyway, that that's there. That that popped up. Anyway, they're getting into a fight, and uh, you know, the brain says he's he's useless and he's never going to take over the world. And why does he even try? And this Walt Disney-ish type guy suddenly appears it's Mr. Itch and Mr. Itch you can tell right away this guy is filling in uh, essentially for a demon devil guy
2: just what do I have to do to take over the world I've tried everything short of selling my soul come Pinky we must prepare for
5: tomorrow night
3: Why? What are we going to do tomorrow night, brain?
5: The same thing you did last night, and the night before that, and the night before that, and the night before that, and the night before that. (sighs) And you'll fail, just like you do every night of your puny lives.
0: He has the ability to jump around the pumpkin patch with a snap of his fingers, and he tells the brain that he will allow him to, he'll have him take over the world, because uh, the brain did you know, in his frustration said, what does he have to do? Sell his soul. And, uh, so Mr. Twitch says, Hey, for your soul, I'll take this. And that way you don't have to be this loser for the rest of your life. And, uh, the brain is very offended with being called like a, uh, you know, just a pathetic person. So he goes off in a huff, but pinky, however, he realizes that he he doesn't want to be useless. So of course, Pinky, in exchange for a radish rose, whats a it sells his soul to the devil. And the brain, back at the lab, uh, finds out about this. Because outside, everyone's cheering for the brain. He's, he, he's ruling the world. But Mr. Itch takes away Pinky. It's a very sad moment. And for a moment, the brain wonders if he should do anything about it.
5: All for me? Gee. Thanks. Gee, thanks. Gee, thanks. Come on! It's time to go. Say goodbye, Pinky. Goodbye, Pinky. Okay. Uh, Bye.
2: Am I terribly wrong here? Hail, 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 brain! Hail, brain! Hail, brain!
5: Hail, brain! Hail!
0: and we go off to commercial. Luckily, that's not the end of the episode. <laughs> what, what did, what? Wouldn't that be horrible? But... uh,
4: Brain, w- brain did it. Like yeah, the
0: end. <laughs> the end. And all he last had to do episode. was yeah, sacrifice Pinky for the world. What a great guy. No, luckily... Series finale. <laughs> series finale. Luckily, this was not the last episode or anything like that. So let's go ahead and talk about some of your favorite moments in this or, you know, some of the things I probably left out. Uh, Nathan, let's start with you or something that you thought was cool in this first part.
4: Um, I like that they set up a lot of stuff for the third act. Um, I don't know how much I want to get into that without getting that telling what happens in the
5: third. Act,
0: well, you know, you let's know? see. Let's uh, they mention Charles Grodin. You see, Brain,
5: I make it my business to know everything about everyone. Except for Charles Grodin.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, the Radish Rose whats a Yeah, um, they talk about
4: Brain's uh, wanting to be an, a, a gymnast. <laughs> yes, have he
0: been. really wanted to be a rhythmic gymnastic uh, guy. And yeah, I love the yeah. line right there with pouring salt on my festering wound or something <laughs> like that. It was, uh, it was a funny line.
3: That man knows everything about your brain.
5: He's just been eavesdropping, Pinky. He doesn't know the first thing about me. I know about the time you decided to chuck it all in order to train for rhythmic gymnastics. Point! And they wouldn't
2: let you compete because of the height requirement. Oh, why don't you just pour salt on my festering wound? It's
5: cute. Yeah.
4: Um, yeah, and then um, some uh, great, uh. weird,
0: choppy cuts i guess that uh (laughs) yeah there are some moments where it's it's a the in the pumpkin patch you were pointing out nathan how uh uh the uh, mr itch kind of jumps from one place to the other and so do pinky and the brain from one place to the other i didn't really notice it but yeah if you notice i I only
4: noticed it because of kirk tingblad getting upset about
0: yeah (laughs) we'll get into that a little bit later uh before i think before we get to our water tower rating and everything but there's some drama (laughs) behind the uh behind this episode which it was kind of interesting and just so you know for the record uh gary marshall right there please call me gary marshall (laughs) right if you get that mr marshall please call me mr marshall uh (laughs) if you get that joke by the way (laughs) without looking it up on uh on uh, google then you're Nathan and I really like you a lot because you listen to the same podcasts we listen to. Anyway, <laughs> so anyway, he's that, that, Mr. Itch is based off of Walt Disney, sort of. Uh, I guess. Uh, yeah, he's
4: like a like the the his he looks like Walt Disney. He guess, does. Right? Yeah,
0: I, yeah. I think uh, Kirk Tingblad said on uh, when he posted some information about this on uh, Facebook a while back. He said that he just kind of took it over to uh, Neil Sternecki and uh, they came up with this design for. Uh, kind of a Walt Disney-ish kind of character from the 1930s as an evil. So he's a, you know, evil Walt Disney. There you are. Uh, Voiced by Gary Marshall. Famous director, creator of shows like Happy Days and Laverne and Shirley and many, many other things. So
4: there you are. And this is not his first time playing a devil.
0: Um, Really? What did he play a devil on before? Hocus Pocus. 1993, I think, came out. Never saw it.
1: I've never seen that. What?
4: Okay, well I know. he's
1: it's the reaction
4: everybody. Gets... I know he's the devil in Hocus Pocus, See, or you know he he's not like the. Act. I think he um he's this guy that's dressed up as the devil, and the witches think he's the devil. You know, it's funny. I'll, I'll,
0: I'll watch Hocus Pocus when Disney Plus comes out. That's like I've okay. I've already got my three year subscription in. And so I'll have all the time in the world to watch every Disney movie ever. <laughs> uh, I have the feeling, though, that I'm not going to like Hocus Pocus as, as much as everybody who is a kid <laughs> when they watch the maybe. movie. And as a kid, I just don't think. Um, but that's just my. But my expectations are low. So maybe they'll uh, yeah, exactly. be easy I to, to. Yeah, I have low
4: expectations. We
0: should
1: watch it at the same time and live tweet it.
0: Ooh, Ooh, live tweeting. Well, we might just do that this Halloween. We'll keep everybody posted.
1: <laughs> who knows
0: uh probably don't hold your breath but who knows uh so anywho um kelly what did you notice in this first part that you thought was uh interesting
1: well his name is mr itch uh you know well, there's a name for the the devil which is like old scratch
0: oh ah,
1: so funny there
0: we go see i thought what th- oh, she just said there you go
4: Yeah, I was just confused why he was called Mr. Rich. I was like, (laughs) Mr. Rich, maybe? I don't
0: know. See, uh, there's a devil in uh, Santa Claus in a mystery science theater film. Uh, I think it's just called Santa Claus, the one they parodied. And I think, you know the one I'm talking about, Nathan, where it's just Santa Claus. It's not Santa Claus conquers the Martians. It was the second one they did. And Mm -hmm. Santa Claus is in it, and there's a devil (laughs) character. And I think he's called... Pitch or or maybe or Twitch or something like that too or something similar in it. That's all I kept thinking about, but anyway. Still a very kind of devil-y name. Um I did like the one part right there where uh Mr. Itch like turned, turns turns down to have him sign and his eyes turn fire and uh that looked really that looked really cool. It looked very like Fleischer, like nineteen 19- 30s kind of style right there with the the smile the big teeth and the fire eyes and everything like that so there's some there's some cool little animation moments in here too so and lots of cool costumes so yeah, yeah.
4: um and i i don't think you mentioned the lawyers uh greta von Blasta and jerry spensive but they're yes. also on this yes
0: part so greta von Blasta is, uh, is a parroting a these are two people that are both very much alive. <laughs> One's one of them's pretty old. Jerry Spensive is uh, is actually a parody of a guy named Jerry Spence who used to be on uh, a lot of shows. He doesn't I don't think he looks too much like his caricature other than he wears kind of like that same kind of Davy Crockett kind of jacket <laughs> in a lot of He has kind of a big nose sorta. Of. He kind of looks and... the same. Um, but but uh, Greta Van Susteren is, uh, was on CNN at the time as a legal analyst, and I believe now she's on Fox News. So she's still mm-hmm. she's still actively doing stuff. So, yeah, there you go. So, Nathan, tell us what happens here in part two. Well, uh, Brain is now ruler of the
4: world, and, you know, he's not ex- happy as he thought he would be. You know, he's like fine with it i guess but like he's got snowball there which we haven't talked about snowball no not on this at podcast all. <laughs> yet uh he hasn't been in any episodes that we've done yet but i remember snowball he's this other guy that's also trying to take over the world except instead of a mouse he's a hamster he's, he's also very smart he's,
0: he's the hordak to the uh skeletor uh sort of <laughs> right he's the yeah. he's the third he's the third guy they bring in to kind of mix things up who also wants to take over uh, Eternia, or the world, or whatever. Uh,
1: but Hordak lives on
0: Eternia. That's true. Hordak does it, but I would see him. I wouldn't pay attention to the She-Ra episodes with Hordak. I'd only see him when he pop into the He-Man universe as a kid, and that's all I know about oh.
1: him. Yeah, so. I watched both. I was an equal opportunity, you know, <laughs> He-Man <She-Man>, watcher person.
0: <laughs> well, anyway, so so there's and, yeah, and who and who's he voiced by again? Who uh, this is? Uh, uh Roddy oh, McDowell. Roddy McDowell, yeah. and yeah, Roddy McDowell. Of course, I think he's most known for, uh, you know, being one of the Planet of the Apes. Is what I recognize him from the most. So yeah.
2: Hey, what are you doing? That—that's Pinky's wheel. Aha! Uh-huh. You do miss Pinky? No, uh, I miss the food pellets. Uh, I don't know where Pinky kept them. Then, Brain, why don't you go to Hades? What? Uh, To
4: ask Pinky where the food pellets are. It's exciting. Yeah, so we've got our first uh, Snowball of our show. (laughs)
0: Yeah, first Snowball.
4: (laughs) It just so happens that Snowball has a map to Hades. So Brain decides to go, and uh, Snowball takes the crown, and now he's going to be king of the world, I guess, like Titanic. And (laughs) (laughs) uh...
1: (laughs) They missed an opportunity. With that, although <laughs> right? this was before Titanic, I think it was
4: before Titanic.
0: Yeah, so how would they just... know? Well,
4: brains, uh, following the map, he goes to the DMV. It's like this can't be right, uh, but lo and behold, on the DMV sign, 80s and it points straight down. So
0: nothing like a good uh, DMV joke at the.
4: <laughs> yep. <laughs> and you know, uh, brains complaining like, oh glad. I'm finally, I don't have to wait in any more lines. And he looks, and there's a huge line to get into Hades. Uh, so cut to, where's Pinky? He's in the lava lounge, and he's having a great time. You think, what, lava lounge, some sort of comedy club or something? Uh, no, it's a torture club, but, uh, Pinky's loving the torture. His arms and limbs are getting pulled, and he thinks it's more fun than when they coated him in peanut butter and stuck him in an anthill. And, uh, oh, you know, the the devil, he is not liking it. Uh, he's getting annoyed by his own little minions who are also saying Narf now because of Pinky's uh, just a bad influence, I guess. <laughs> and uh, cut to Brain. Oh, he's finally at the front of this line, and he's talking to the receptionist. And that we find out that Brain is not on the list.
2: I'm sorry. You're not in the database. Uh, perhaps you have me under my other name, Rush Limbaugh. Let's say, you look much bigger on TV. Well, uh, that last wheatgrass and hickamafast nearly did me in. Golly, I guess it did.
4: <laughs> hmm. LaMarche, Leno, Limburger. No, Limbaugh isn't in here either. Ah, it must be an oversight. Welcome to Hades. Brain celebrates, and then he's like, "Wait, why am I celebrating? I'm in help." He says, "Help," and then. <laughs>
2: What am I celebrating? I'm in That's
1: not what the closed captioning
4: said. Oh uh, no no no. Uh, <laughs> uh. So uh, we um we cut back to Pinky. He's in a pink can, and he's like, uh, he's just having it like so much fun. And he, then we find out he was been on some lava rocks, uh, a barbecue, but you know he thinks it's just a nice like sauna kind of thing. You know, the only thing that. Uh, he's upset about is being away from his best friend, Brain. Cut to Brain is now in the room, and he's gonna try to get Pinky back so he can get uh, the food pellets because he doesn't
2: know where they are.
3: Oh, Brain, you need me!
2: Uh, I do not. I just need to know where you keep the, uh, food pellets.
3: Oh. Point. Well, um, they're in that box marked, um, Food pellets.
2: Oh, well, I don't know where that is, so uh, I guess you'll just have to come and show me. All right, get a move on. Time's a-wasting, Pinky. Let's go. Nice try.
4: Um, but the devil's not going to have it. In order to uh, get Pinky back, Brain's got to uh, challenge him in uh, some sort of competition. Uh, so Brain gets to choose the competition, and, of course, it's going to be the gymnastics... Um,
0: Rhythmic gymnastics. The rhythmic
4: gymnastics. So, um, and then we also find out right before commercial break that the devil created rhythmic gymnastics. So, uh oh. And stay tuned. Tu- stay tuned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: well, yeah, there were some uh, references here that we noticed. Like, uh, of course, there's a Rush Limbaugh one, but uh, I, I like the part that this receptionist, by the way, is parroting a Saturday Night Live sketch that David Spade would be in, that he would just say, and you are... I believe that's what he would say, right, Kelly? Something along those lines. Yeah, he would just, like, kind of block the people. He'd just be the sarcastic receptionist. Making copy. (laughs) Wrong guy. (laughs) Rob Schneider.
5: Uh Uh-huh. And he would know you because you... You know, Hammer. Hammer time. Hammer time. Is that a TV show or something? I don't really no look I'm a rapper and actually I'm pretty well known you know you might have heard my song boom 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 can't touch this I'm sorry I don't really listen to much music more of a reader I'm sure you're very gifted if you could just have a seat and can I just get your last name I'm not sure hammer would ring a bell look it's hammer you know like Madonna Right, and she is your mama. Never mind, forget it.
0: Isn't this isn't a time like in the mid '90s when Saturday Night Live was not good? I mean, it. I, in my opinion, it it stopped being good when Phil Hartman left, and then it didn't start getting good until Will Ferrell got on. There's like that time period, at least in my opinion. That it just wasn't funny. And I was in the right demographic, I thought, for it. Because it was in high school at the time. Where you'd think I'd just laugh at anything stupid that Adam Sandler would be doing. But, I don't know. In my opinion, it just wasn't that great. Um, in spite of, you know, Chris Farley and everybody being on it. Anyway. I, I think
1: it peaked with uh, Mike Myers and Dana Dana Carvey.
0: Dana Carvey. Yeah, see? And that was that was great. That was that was. And Phil Hartman was on those years. And and yeah, and it was, really good. it was that was great, but yeah, that was, then the mid '90s came and it, it was just a, a very young cast at the time, and I don't think I it was some that good, good. Segments, yeah, you know they they have some stuff that still lives. I don't know as much of the David Spade one. I don't think that's as, as iconic anymore. So, well,
1: well, I I was pouring myself some coffee the other morning, and I was like. Eh. I don't know. I guess I was in a weird mood and I just started going, making coffee. The coffee meter. Coffee bum, And I'm like, what the heck? You know, like, I don't know what was, I I hadn't even had my coffee yet, so I don't know what that was about. But I was like, I hadn't even thought about that sketch in years.
0: Well, uh, of course they mentioned Rush Limbaugh and Rush Limbaugh used to be just an incredibly overweight guy. And they mocked him for being very overweight and lots of whether it was Saturday Night Live or cartoons or things like that. And since then, he's lost quite a bit of weight. And they even allude to uh, his weight loss uh, fast in this one. But uh, they mention some important people in here Leno is on the list, Jay Leno, Limburger Cheese, which, yeah, Limburger, yeah. Limburger Cheese is smelly. pretty smelly. Should go to Hades. And uh, LaMarche, so very cute. That Maurice LaMarche is uh, expected to be <laughs> <laughs> in Haiti someday. Uh, very, very cute. Uh, especially that uh, the brain was the one asking about it. So that was cute. And Billy West uh, does the voice of the receptionist. So, yeah, no, that's cool. Yeah, Billy West. Haven't, voice we, of Fry. This is the first time in Stimpy and many, 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 many other characters. Mm-hmm. This is the first time I think... At least in our discussions, we've ever had a character on the on the show that uh, has been voiced by Billy West. I might be mistaken, but I'm pretty sure it's he is. It's
4: the first time we're mentioning it, at That's least. That's
0: very so. true. In 160-something <laughs> episodes, it's the first we, time we've mentioned um, Billy West.
4: <laughs> yeah. So, there you go. Yeah.
0: But um, what were some moments that you guys really uh, thought were cool in this one? Uh, Kelly, let's start with you.
1: Well, we already talked about the, the David Spade parody. Yeah. So, I thought that was... Uh, I felt it was a little obscure because that was like going way back, but not at this time, of course.
0: Yeah, so, exactly. I was like, "Oh, wow,
1: I, I actually remember that segment." <laughs> um, so, so I like that. And then the the whole running gag of uh, the brain talking about, "Yeah, no, I I don't want to see you, Pinky. I just want to find out where the food pellets are stored."
0: Yeah, it's 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 so transparent. It's like, uh huh, whatever, brain. Yeah, I like that too. Uh, Nathan, what about you?
4: um snowball i i mean i had forgotten about him until seeing that's this true so it was
0: kind of fun just like yeah. like oh that's who the uh other character was so yeah, yeah that guy i know roddy mcdowell i i remember roddy mcdowell uh in snowball like in blurred moments uh yeah so it'll be nice as we continue to talk about picking the brain episodes we'll have to we'll have to talk about snowball and his first appearance and stuff like that. yeah we
4: should definitely do his first appearance i think yeah
0: so. Well, uh, I guess let's go ahead and move on to the third segment. And, Kelly, what happens in the third part?
1: Well, uh, Mr. Itch and the Brain have uh, decided to have this competition with the rhythmic gymnastics. And Brain's pretty confident that he's going to do very well. And he does this uh, routine to, what is it, the love song of Charles Grodin or something? Yes. (laughs) <laughs> and um so charles gordon gets mentioned again and uh and and for those who don't know john Tesh used to be one of the announcers of um entertainment tonight
0: yes
1: which here in georgia always airs concurrently with even now uh with jeopardy so i used to record entertainment tonight and watch jeopardy live because then i'd go back and fast forward through entertainment tonight and anytime i saw steven spielberg or george lucas i would stop and get the entertainment news. Because that's what we had to do back in the day before the internet.
0: Yep, that was the internet.
1: That's, that's how internet. I got my news.
0: Yep, <laughs> so, had to do so, it. Uh,
1: so, uh they they have this... Rid- so, he's he's dancing to this Charles Gurdon song. Or, uh, you know, gym- gymnastic King <laughs> to <laughs> this Charles Gurdon song. I'm making up words now. <laughs> and uh he does really well. He gets, like, ten. And so, I mean, you can't beat that, right? But... Mr. Itch actually gets an 11 and Brain's like no that's not fair That you know that's not right
3: a remarkable routine he stuck the landing artistry and emotion blended
2: in such a seamless creamy texture bravo bravo I say an 11
5: why th- that's impossible you should know by now Brain nothing's impossible for me cheater If you review the contract, you'll see that it provides there be a competition. It doesn't say anything about a fair competition. Now, if you'll excuse me, I believe Pinky and I have a date with some interesting new tortures.
1: So basically, he cheated, and that's not cool. So, uh, he said that Pinky's is his forever, and, um... He says bye to the brain and the brain's getting all upset and uh, but Pinky points out that in his contract he was supposed to get one of these what is it, rosy radish thing, watchima doodle
0: Yeah, <laughs> watch, watch who's it, I think. Watchmahoos it.
1: <laughs> um, and gadgets and gizmos are plenty. <laughs> and um, If I gave you my soul, you'd give me a radish
3: rose watch him a who's it.
5: Oh, of course, um here you are.
3: This isn't a Radish Rose Watch Mahoositz. It's a happy face of dried apple dinger switchy. No, this is an orange juice Do you know what? I'm beginning to think you don't even know what a Radish Rose Watch it is. is.
5: Of course I do. It's a little thingy, you know, with a round part and a, a serrated doohickey in the other up and down.
1: And uh, he's like, I don't even think you know what moves uh, what it is. He's like, yeah, I totally do. And he's like, no, you don't. And because you're not honoring this part of the contract, that, that makes it null and void. So they bring in the lawyers and they say, yeah, I mean the, the, the contract, yeah, you, it's not binding anymore because you, you didn't honor your, your part of the agreement. And uh, so the contract disintegrates and uh, Snowball had been working on turning the statue of the brain into a statue of himself. And, you know, now he's thinking he's taken over the world and uh, everything starts disappearing and Pinky and the Brain appear again. And he's not, not very happy about that.
2: Hiya, Snowball. We're back. What? You? It
5: can't be! I'll speak to that devil. Promises were made.
1: I'll bet he doesn't stand a Snowball's chance in... Hades. but uh they're back where they belong and uh brain says well you know we got to get ready for for uh tomorrow night like gee brain what are we gonna do and it's like try to take over the world so they're back to their usual selves yes nice
0: <laughs> so uh yeah there we go there's there's our halloween episode uh nathan uh i don't think there was i mean we already talked about john tesh i mean it was like the biggest and i guess instead of the mile high it's the mile down stadium which was cute um but uh that's pretty much it for the references i think that's all
4: i found at least yeah yeah,
0: yeah. so uh what were some moments that you liked, nathan
4: um i like when the devil turns into his other form or whatever is chasing the pinky in the brain yeah, um,
0: and so instead of saying I, instead of saying I love lawyers, he says I hate lawyers.
4: Yeah, that was a good rule of reversing three, I think. it. Yep, yep. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, little fun, little. I don't know. It was just nice that it all like built up to it. So you know, the stuff from the first act it carries over to the third act. So that's yeah, fun,
0: exactly. It's nice to hit those notes once again. Uh, Story wise, uh, Kelly, what about you? Anything that you uh, thought were of, of note that you didn't uh, mention, or things that you liked,
1: I thought the brain's gymnastics routine was just kind of cute.
0: <laughs> he did
1: with twirl on the ribbon and everything; it was cute.
0: I do like it when we get to the sensitive side of brain in these uh, cartoons from time to time, and how important ry- rhythmic gymnastics was to the brain, and just to the fact that you know, there's this scene, there's this really uh, part where he's Pinky's being dragged off, and The brain is saying things like, well, I I guess I won't be seeing you anytime soon, or actually forever. So, uh, go, you know, have a good time being tortured. Well,
2: Pinky, I I guess I won't see you for a while. That is, uh, anytime soon. In fact, well, gosh, never again, huh?
5: Enough warmth. Let's go, Pinky.
3: sad brain. I'm sure you'll find those food pellets one day.
2: Yeah, the food pellets. That's all I really wanted. Well, you have a nice time being tortured for it. All eternity, okay?
3: Oh will, brain.
5: Zod
0: Very, you know, cute stuff. Cute stuff. Uh but uh, there is uh there's some stuff that went on behind the scenes that I think we should talk about before we get to the the water tower rating of this episode, and that was the the drama behind the scenes. Woo-hoo-hoo. So, on Facebook, and by the way, I did ask Kirk if this was okay to share, and he said, "Yeah." So, we have some cool sketches that uh, Kirk uh, put up on his Facebook page, uh, both character model sheets, and then also a great sketch of expression sheet showing what the uh, Mister Itch would look like as. The, the quote unquote monster uh, right there. It's so funny that they had to get get around uh, all these little things like you can't couldn't say the devil, I suppose, or hell hmm. or things like that. It really didn't you get that that sense throughout this entire episode? They couldn't say that probably for censors yeah, or like, something. Like yeah. they
4: definitely were trying not to say yeah, exactly. Um, I, I I like on the drawing of the monster form, and like notice he still has a weak chin. Like, <laughs> uh, Walt Disney, I guess. Cause yeah,
0: a that's little funny. Fun.
4: Yeah,
0: well, we'll have these drawings on our uh, on our web page right there at Animaniacast.com or at retro retrozap. Uh, we'll take you over there, and you'll be able to see these pictures, nice detailed pictures, and everything. But uh, Kirk Tingblad does mention on Facebook that he remembered getting into a huge fight with uh, Rusty Mills about having the episode sent to TMS. And again, when he showed him the finished uh, product, there's a horrible jump cut in the first act. So that must be what Nathan's talking about right there with the pumpkins. And he says, I don't know if there was ever a chance to have those things changed, but I pretty much uh, didn't speak with him again until after Wacko's Wish. A few years uh, later... We got together at the Union Christmas party and made up. And Charles M. Howell, of course, who produced the show at the time, says, I think Rusty's hands were tied. After the first season of Pinky and the Brain, the schedule was sped up to one half hour a week, which we never were able to meet, and the budgets were slashed. TMS was a lot more expensive, and I think it was just out of the question. Fortunately, we had great talents like you, the writers, and other artists, and great voices, and quality came through anyway. And Kirk responds, Be that as it may, (laughs) if the same consideration to making the Halloween special look as good as the Emmy-winning Christmas had, it would have fared better, and to put it painfully obvious jump cut in the first act made me look like I didn't know what I was doing. Rusty did not tell me at the time that there was a money concern, only that it was Rough Draft's turn in the cycle. Anyway, I thought every other aspect of the special was excellent. The writing, boards, designs, backgrounds, and props all did excellent work, which is why I fought to have it sent to the Top Studio. It was nominated for an Annie Award, which I found out 20 years after it originally aired. But hey, at least I've gotten over it. Can you imagine how angry I would get if I was unable to let it go? Um
4: yeah, it sounds like he's really let it go. Like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but anyway, they, they go on to just talk about how uh their how it has a uh it says uh the, the times had a oh they're just and then they just talk to each other. It's great. This is the benefits of, of being friends on Facebook with uh, the people who actually created the show because you get these little behind the scenes uh, stories from time to time, and and that's that's neat. That's a little animation. Animation history on your Facebook page. It sure is nice to mix that in, uh, with all the, you know, uh, political drama there is on Facebook and everything to just have, you know, listen about cartoon drama instead. That's, that's different. That's more fun. It's <laughs> anyway. more real. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> anywho, so, uh, I guess if there's nothing else, we, is there anything else we want to point out that you guys really like before we get to our water tower rating? Nathan, Kelly? Uh, call me Mm -hmm. gary call me (laughs) gary call me gary let's go ahead and get to our he should have said call me Itch, please call me mr itch (laughs) (laughs) oh anyway let's go ahead and get to our water tower rating (laughs) all right so let's talk about it out of five water towers how many water towers would you give this episode of pinky and the brain Nathan let's start with you
4: um, oh boy it's so hard because I've seen it so many times now <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll just say um, three and a half I think it's pretty good and yeah like uh, I just I can't even tell anymore whether I like it or anymore because just <laughs> I just know it well enough so
0: <laughs>
1: yeah
4: three
0: and a half and Kelly what about you
1: um I I'll go with four. There were a lot of uh, little details like the costumes early in the episode and, um, you know, play on words and things like that with the costumes and uh, lots of little details that, that you might miss, you know, the first time you watch it. And uh, I thought uh, the recurring gag about the it was really funny. Yes. And, um, Brain's eyes filling with tears when he thought he'd never see Pinky again. I thought that was really sweet. So um, yeah, I, I liked it.
0: All right, and I will give it. Uh, I'll give it three and a half as well. I think it's a. I think it's a, a very good episode. Really solid. I do agree with uh, Kirk Tingblad that it. It's a shame that uh, TMS wasn't able to, you know, do the animation for this because it. It while it, it's mostly you know, good. There are some moments where it's kind of like the models just seem, I don't know, just a little bit off from time Mm -hmm. to time. Uh, And that is and whenever that happens, like we were just talking with uh, Tom Ruger about a few weeks ago about uh, freelance animation, how their animation just kind of distracted you from the writing that did happen. And it wasn't until I watched this episode the second time I was able to pick up on you know a lot of the details that uh, I was missing. So I'm going to say uh, three and a half just for those reasons, Um, because it it was great, but I think it just could have been a little bit a little bit better. You know, one thing I probably would have given this a four if Baloney was in this episode. Oh, yeah. Like he probably was going to be, apparently. Yeah. Because he's listed in the credits.
4: Yeah, we have him. He was I'm sure he even recorded, you know, um, yeah.
0: Jeff Glenn Bennett was apparently doing Baloney's voice, and we're all assuming he's probably in Haiti someplace. But uh, for I, I'm guessing for time was cut. So who knows? Maybe somewhere there's I would a. I think del- it would
4: have been a torture to Pinky. Oh,
0: yeah. Would that would have been a good scene. would have scene.
4: liked it a lot, anyways.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It would oh. have been. We're, we're missing that somewhere, maybe. Maybe somebody out there has that animation in there. You know, Tom <laughs> Ruger's been putting out a lot of uh, deleted scenes. Did you guys see the deleted scene of uh, from Tiny Toon Music Television? Uh, this is on our Facebook page, by the way. And it shows what they were originally going to have at the end of that episode, which was uh, Plucky Duck. And uh, they're doing like a, you know, a quiz. <gasps>
3: Uh, we have just enough time for a name today's video game. Is the contestant ready? Here we go! Name those videos! Respect! And, uh, Money! And Particle Man! And, uh, oh, oh, I know what, I know what, don't tell me. CONSTANTINOPLE! Oh, I am so sorry. The correct answer is Istanbul, not Constantinople.
0: Oh, mm-hmm. That
1: would have been amazing.
0: Yeah. No. So yeah, that's over on the Facebook page right there. So you should check that out. It's it's really cool. Then he also put some pencil tests out for uh, Skippy and Slappy for uh, for their first appearance, and it's just really cool. So somewhere out there, there might be baloney, at least pencil tests out there on some tape out there. Maybe Charles M Howell or Tom Ruger has it somewhere in there. You know archives <laughs> there's baloney footage out there people okay well let's go ahead and wrap things up let's get to some contact information Kelly where can people get in contact with you online
1: you can email me kelly at bigshinyrobot.com or find me on twitter at yodaprincess y-o-d-a-p-r-n-c-s-s
0: alright and Nathan what about you oh well Joey I'm on uh, twitter uh, FT. that's me all right. And as for the Animaniacast, well, we are on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. And if we're on Discord. You can go to the RetroZap Discord server by simply going to discord.animanicast.com And that way you can talk to us as well as all the other people over at RetroZap. And you can talk about anything pop culture related. Because whether it's uh, Star Wars things like... Uh, Ruse and Blasters and Kanata's Castle talk about, or perhaps uh, just pop culture in general, like techno retro dads, or video games like the ARG cast, or movies like the Deuce cast. Retro Zap has you covered when it comes to pop culture needs. In fact, what you should do is subscribe to the Retro Zap podcast feed on your favorite podcast player, and that way you can get every single Retro Zap podcast delivered right to your podcast player for free. Including this one. So that's pretty cool. Well, that'll do it for today's episode. So for Nathan and Kelly, this is Joey saying good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.
1: Good night, everybody.
2: Any idiot can do it. No, I can't.